0: So, you're dreaming of being able to carry on a conversation in Spanish for your next vacation, at work, or even just with a Spanish-speaking friend. Well, we've got 65 free beginner Spanish conversation practice sessions waiting for you at funandfree.fluencyfix.com. But before you practice with your virtual conversation practice partner, let's have a quick mini-lesson first so that you'll really ace the conversation. Ready? Let's go! Now here's your teacher, Manuel, to explain a few things you'll need to know before you practice the conversation with your virtual practice partner.
1: Hello and welcome to beginner Spanish lesson 7, asking about products in a store. My name is Mano and in this lesson you will learn some useful phrases in Spanish for when you need to ask about products in a store. During your first trip to a Spanish-speaking country, you may want to visit a grocery store in order to buy something you want, but since it's a place you've never been before, you may have no idea where to get the product that you want, and so you will probably need to ask someone where to find this product. For this reason, today we'll be practicing the way to ask about products in a store in the Spanish language. Let's start. In this conversation, the context is a tourist who is looking for protein drinks in a store, but they have no idea where to find this drink in the store. So he asks the store clerk the following question: "Disculpe, tienen algunas bebidas de proteínas? Disculpe, tienen algunas bebidas de proteína? Disculpe, tienen algunas bebidas de proteínas?" This question is the Spanish equivalent of, excuse me, do you carry any protein drinks? Let's review some grammatical aspects of this question. The question starts with the expression, disculpe. As previously mentioned, disculpe is an expression used when you have a question for someone who is otherwise occupied. In other words, it is used to get someone's attention. It is the Spanish equivalent of saying, may interrupt you, or excuse me. Then we have the verb, tienen which is the second-person plural present tense conjugation of the verb tener, which means, to have. Now, tienen means you have in a statement, but since we are using it in a question, it changes its meaning accordingly. In a question, tienen becomes, do you have? Again, the conjugation of this verb may result a little bit confusing, so let's review all the conjugations of this verb in the present tense. First, as mentioned before, there are different subject pronouns you must remember to conjugate a verb. These are yo, I, tú, you, él, ella, usted, he, she, it, nosotros, nosotras, we, vosotros, vosotras, plural you, and ellos, ellas, ustedes. They, formal you all. Now, this is how we conjugate the verb to or to have in the present tense. Yo tengo. I have, yo tengo, tú tienes, you have, tú tienes, el, ella, usted tiene, he, she, has, el, ella, usted tiene, nosotros tenemos, we have, nosotros tenemos, vosotros tenéis, you all have, vosotros tenéis, ellos, ellas, ustedes tienen, they, formal you all, have. Ellos, ellas, ustedes, tienen. Now, back to the conversation. After the second person plural present tense conjugation of the verb tener, tienen, or do you have, we have the indefinite determiner, algunas. This is the plural feminine form of alguno, and it may refer to people or things. Algunas is the Spanish equivalent of some, but since we are using it in a question, its meaning changes accordingly. In a question, it becomes any. Thus, together as a set phrase, tienen algunas, is the same as saying, do you have any? Or, do you carry any? Finally, we have the name of the product the tourist wants to buy, bebidas de proteínas, which is the Spanish equivalent of protein drinks. The whole thing, disculpe, tienen algunas bebidas de proteínas? Then, is the Spanish equivalent of saying, excuse me, do you carry any protein drinks? After this, We have a response to the tourist question. Si, de hecho, tenemos de varios tipos. Si, de hecho, tenemos de varios tipos. Si, de hecho, tenemos de varios tipos. In this statement, we first have the affirmative adverb si, which is the same as saying yes or yes, we do. This means that the store indeed carries or has protein drinks. Then we have the adverb de hecho which is the Spanish equivalent of in fact or actually. In other words, here the store clerk is placing emphasis on the fact that they do have, or that they do carry protein drinks. After this, we have the verb tenemos, which is the first person plural present tense conjugation of the verb tener, which again means to have. Tenemos is the same as saying we have. After this, we have the preposition de, which as mentioned on a previous lesson, is used in Spanish for a variety of purposes. In general, it means of or from, although it can be used to indicate possession, origin, type, composition, and more. In the statement, see, sí, de hecho, tenemos de varios tipos. It means of. Finally, we have varios tipos, which is the same as saying different kinds. The whole thing put together, see, sí, de hecho, tenemos de varios tipos. That means yes, we do. We do have a few different kinds actually. The next question we'll be looking at is ¿En qué sección se encuentran? ¿En qué sección se encuentran? ¿En qué sección se encuentran? Let's review some grammatical aspects of this question. First, we have ¿en qué? This is the Spanish equivalent of which. Then we have the noun sección, which means section. After this, we have se, which is a reflexive pronoun that means they. Finally, we have the verb encuentran, this is the third person plural conjugation of the verb encontrar, which means to find. Now encuentran usually means they find, in a statement, but in this question it changed its meaning due to the reflexive pronoun se. Together se encuentran, in this question means are they in. The whole question, en que sección se encuentran, then means which section are they in. The store clerk then responds to this question by saying, En el pasillo 5, En el pasillo 5. En el pasillo 5. En means in. En pasillo means aisle. So en el pasillo 5 means in aisle five. Or it can also mean write down aisle five. Finally, the tourist thanks their helper by saying, Muchas gracias, which is the same thing as saying thank you in English. All right. This was the key vocabulary and grammar you needed to know to ask about products in a store in Spanish. Now you can have fun practicing this conversation. See you next time for Beginner Spanish Lesson 8.
0: Now you're ready to practice this conversation with your virtual conversation practice partner. Just click Beginner Spanish at funandfree.fluencyfix.com. Have fun!